Hi, welcome to Un. Welcome to episode un. eleven. We got eleven. Our, we one, got our one. shit together and didn't make you wait two weeks in between episodes this week. Oh, my <laughs> shit's always been together. <laughs> Maybe it's your shit. And guess what? Jenny did today, episode eleven. She brought me mozzarella sticks from TGI Fridays. Let's get them out. They're gonna crinkle. So in a couple a couple episodes ago, we talked about mozzarella sticks, aka oh, monster sticks. Monster sticks. Anyway, I was away last weekend, and I was in the Dollarama. Oh. Do you love the Dollarama? I don't know. They're all the same. Oh, no. The Dollarama's the best. Is it? Yes. Okay. You're very thrifty lately. I love it. <laughs> I'm just jealous because I'm having to learn to be thrifty. Not that I'm extravagant to begin with, but... Oh, I love the Dollarama because like, I can get like um, decorations for my wreaths there, and I just love it. I just love You're very it. quiet. I'm sorry. I just don't want to have that um, jovial. Thing. You got it. People want to hear you, though. I don't know what to say. Okay. Anyway, I can hear me. I can hear me really loud. Can you hear you really loud? Yes. Now I can. Okay. All right. Louder. Perfect. Anyway, I was not at TGI Fridays. Oh. I do not even know where that is. Well, I thought you were in the states. No. I was in Cocaine. That's in. You were in Cocaine. I was not on Cocaine. I was in Cocaine. In Toronto, New Brunswick. I'm so confused. I was okay, in- okay. So you went to the Dollarama. And I got you the, the lead up to this was supposed to be much better. <sighs> you know what? I didn't even clue. I, I was like, oh, this is really nice that she brought me a snack. Did not even clue in until right when you said mo- monster sticks, what the point of the snack was. Just thought you were being nice. No, you know better than that. <laughs> <laughs> You should have been on to me immediately. I didn't get it. I was like looking, is this plant-based? Why did she get this? They're baked. I thought they were like healthy. I don't know. I didn't honestly did not get it till right now. Okay. You guys mozzarella don't know sticks, corn snacks, mozzarella flavored with other natural and artificial natural. flavors. So what it is, this it's is like a pure, bag of chips. It's a bag of junk. Yes. And it's, but it's supposed really to be excited to eat it though. Mozzarella stick flavor. Oh, Oh, and I can't believe how excited you are. I thought you were going to be disgusted. Each of TGI Friday's <laughs> snack sticks are loaded with the savory flavor of mozzarella cheese mixed with our signature spices to create the mouth-watering snack you have grown to love. Let's try one. Oh, we can't open them now. Oh my God, they're like cheesies. Here. They're, they're like, literally like cheesies. But they look like cheesies with cinnamon on them. Yes, they're not orange like cheesies. Are we going to do like a, mm-hmm. like that thing you ASMR? Watch? Yes. Crunch right in. Oh, I'm going to. Oh, oh. <laughs> there's crumbs all over her mic. What's the verdict? Um, Weird. They're not unpleasant. Like you've had. Do co- they taste like mozzarella sticks? Yeah. No. No. Do they taste like I could very easily eat a whole bag of them while I. Brainlessly watch Netflix, absolutely. Like, would you pick them over the popcorn? Mm, I like a crunch. I like a good crunch. Me too. I love a good. Are crunch. you gonna have one, or you can't have them? No. You made me open them. They were good until August 2023, but now I have to eat them tonight. I was gonna say I was thinking that Smell they were them. expired, but now I don't think I want a candle that smells like that. 
Oh God, they, they smell, smell like, like feet. feet. <laughs> that means Cohen won't eat them either. She's home for the weekend. Ha ha. Okay, I'm excited. I'm gonna take these home and watch something so, fun on Netflix. I'm, I'm maybe interested. not Dahmer. I can't eat well. I can't watch oh. serial killers and eat at the okay. same time. My Especially one that eats people. My family just in, brought me up to speed on this Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, uh, you weren't at, up to speed on Dahmer at Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, while you were not eating meat, and yeah. that's why I we had breakfast. Yeah. And we were talking, I don't even know how we got on the topic. Oh, Alyssa watches it and she's scared of her own shadow. And they were telling me about this Jeffrey Dahmer. And apparently like it was a long time ago. Like it was when we were kids. Yes, it's he's vintage. He's vintage. Mm -hmm. Like when my parents used to take me to Florida when I was a kid, mm -hmm. they used to drive through wherever, where did he kill all these people? I don't Pennsylvania? Remember. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Anyway, yikes. I can't believe people watch that. And yeah. then go to sleep at night. Yeah. Huh. We've been kind of um, studying it a little bit. Who? Your class? Yeah. Because we, we've been doing <laughs> distracted by the, by the monster crumbs on my, excuse me, just a second. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, we've been talking about personality and how your personality develops over time and from childhood and childhood experiences. Mm -hmm. So um, we did a couple of personality tests and... Um, we talked about attachment and mm -hmm. how that affects your perception of the world and all that stuff. So we've been um, kind of watching a little bit of Dahmer yes. with the lens of personality development slash I didn't do a lesson plan. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. It's all educational. Yikes. And we fast forward over the nasty bits. I would be so scared. So scared. Yeah. It's disturbing to think that there are people out there that that is normal for them. It was, yeah, it was, it's you kind of disturbing your children, your school children. We talk about it from the scientific lens, but like, do any of them seem scared? No, they are begging me to watch it. Really? I, would, I don't know if it's because they're interested or because they don't want to do work. Do work duh. But yeah, I remember uh, when I was in grade seven, our teacher made us watch the elephant man. Do you know what this movie yeah. is? Yeah. With Cher? I don't know if it's got Cher in it or not. Oh, it, the, the, the elephant, elephant Man? No, that, I'm thinking of The Mask. Oh, no. There was a movie that was based on The Elephant Man. I was that literally, was like, I was seriously traumatized. Why, why did your teacher make you watch The Elephant Man? I have man? no idea. I couldn't watch it. I was so traumatized. Like, I would never, I bet you with it just been within the last five years that I've taken... That was it. That's a true story. Yeah, yeah. That I've taken steps in like hospitals because that's how they used to transport him. So nobody would see him. Okay. And I would never take steps in hospitals because I was like, oh my God, what if the elephant man's there? <gasps> oh my God. I was so traumatized. It was so scary. That's awful. I know. Like for years. I, he couldn't help it, Jenny. I know. I know. But like when you're in grade seven, you're like, oh my gosh. Scared you? I slept on my mother's floor. <laughs> In grade seven, <laughs> not kidding. Oh my gosh, I have to, I have to stop talking about it because I'm reliving it. Well, I can't, I won't even go into detail about the stories that I remember my mother telling me, so I wouldn't wander away from her in the mall. Oh my gosh! But let's just say I didn't want to go to bathrooms. Oh, good idea. Yeah. Yikes. Anywho, oh, Lord. Okay, we need a different. We got to get off of this. I'm too scared. You're too scared? I'm too scared. You brought it up. Okay. Back to, I just have a question about TGI Fridays for yeah. anybody that's ever eaten there. Is this how they serve their mozzarella sticks? 
I don't think so. I think it's or just a it- TGI Friday seasoning oh, is what I understood okay. from the description on the back. Let me just recheck. <laughs> okay. I'll, say, I'll, I'll read you. Um, our signature spices to create the mouth-watering snack you've grown to love. In here, it's always Friday. And guess what? In here, it's Friday today. We don't usually <laughs> do this on Friday. Isn't this timely? TGI Friday is one of the first American casual dining restaurants offers a unique dining experience that has become a favorite pastime of millions worldwide. TGI Fridays opened its first restaurant in 1965. It's fucking vintage, Jenny. And today it's legacy of fun and fantastic food continues. So just the seasoning. So like, I'm just thinking if you ordered mozzarella sticks at TGI Fridays and got these, you'd be severely disappointed. So I don't know. I feel like if you go to TGI Fridays, we're fun and fantastic food, casual dining. Yeah. I feel like it's not like, you know, fine dining. Something makes it, me think I like The to... fine was not an F that they included in no. the favorite, fun, fantastic I think flavor. I ate at one in uh, Niagara Falls on my honeymoon. Yeah. I think. Quick bite for... Quick bite. Just to build up the, you know, energy <laughs> levels or what? <laughs> and I don't think we ordered mozzarella sticks. No, I can't imagine. You probably ordered something plant-based. Oh, not back then, girl. No. 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 Anywho. Okay. Enough about the elephant man. Enough about Jeffrey Dahmer. We have to stop talking about food. I know. Jeffrey Dahmer actually was exciting for me because it went well, but he does eat people. So I guess that goes, everything goes back to food. Everything in my life goes back to food. Okay. Well, I was, I was just telling Jenny before uh, we started, well, I'll I'll back up a little bit. So um, (laughs) on Wednesday... I took the kids to the dentist. We went to a new dentist. I also went to the dentist. Yeah. Yeah. That was an expensive venture. (laughs) I was like, is that it? That's the end of the story? No, that's not the end of the story. We had our (laughs) teeth cleaned and we had x-rays and all that kind of stuff done. Mm -hmm. And we have insurance, thank God, because Mm -hmm. I paid out of pocket 400 and some dollars. What? And the insurance company paid over a thousand for three people for two hours. Oh my Lord. Now I want to say the dentist was fantastic. The, she has a new dentist office and like the whole experience was very professional and enjoyable and $1,400. I was going to say we got a free toothbrush and toothpaste, but I don't think it was free. Is it gold plated? No, my teeth might be now, but Good Lord. Um, I haven't been to the dentist in years. That's a lot. And I had one cavity. Really? Yep. Right there in the back. We need to start videoing under my these, tongue. I swear. Anyway, while I was at the dentist, whilst, whilst I was at the dentist waiting to go in and spend $1,400 on my face, um, I had a message from my friend, Laura, friend of the podcast, Laura. Laura. Laura was very emphatic. She was driving, so she could not text me, but she sent me a very emphatic, I should play it for, I don't know. Let's see if I have the technology. I don't know. I listen you have to, to listen to this. She was very upset that I did not know this. Uh, Laura's an old teaching partner of did mine. Did you really not know this? The information that she's going to yeah, share Well, with us? The, the information that she shared, once she said it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. But that still wasn't the point, I don't think. I think the point, well, you'll, you'll just listen what she had to say. Here she is, I think. Okay. Sex on the beach is a drink. 
It's not having sex on the beach. It's a drinky bird. <laughs> I've been screaming at you in my car for like 10 minutes. It's a drink. Now we know. So there. No, so I, I did know that. I think after she said it, I was like, yes, yes, it is a drink. Yeah. But still, when whilst the person was naming the drink. Yeah. Like it had to come from somewhere. Sex on the beach. Yeah. Like they must have just had sex on the beach and then had a drink. And they're like, oh, this is great. Or maybe while they were having sex on the beach, their cooler got upset and all those <laughs> magical flavors mixed together. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But and he was obviously a bartender. Or she was obviously a bartender. Or maybe they just were alcoholics. I don't know. But <laughs> who are these people? I don't know, but they drink Hopefully on the it beach. it wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer. No, no, it wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer. I think right. he was a low rent kind of person. I don't think he was a sex on the beach. I think he was like, <laughs> well, actually, maybe eat, eat, I'm going to tell you, sticks. I watched the first the first episode of Dahmer mm -hmm. and he brought a guy back to his apartment and mm -hmm. he gave him beer from the can that he poured into a plastic cup. Like a red solo cup? Or no, like no, a kid's no. Like cup? a, remember those old Tupperware glasses yes. that we used to have? Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of those. And when the guy said, Hey, what's this white stuff floating? He said, Oh, it must be leftover soap from when I washed them. And the guy's like, Okay, and drank it. Ew. It wasn't, it was a drug. What? Yeah, but okay. So, first lesson oh, people, can't. when people pour, when people, Okay. When Always you go to drink somebody's house, can. well, when they don't even give you a whole can of beer, and that's your sign. Get out. Like and also, is a the drill that's the drill that's on the cupboard that's dripping blood. Oh maybe also be, might be a sign to leave. I can't. Like, okay, I have a question. Don't go home with strange men. That's just the lesson. I have a serious question. Okay. About these kinds of shows, do you think that they're giving people ideas? That maybe there's a lot of controversy about this show because uh, apparently one of my very astute students told me astute. that um, there's controversy because it's controversy, controversy, <laughs> because the I don't really know. I didn't look it up. I just listened to what she said. But she said that the uh, victims did not um, give permission for. Oh, to be yeah. in this show. I don't I don't know oh, exactly dear. what, but there's some there, there's some stuff going on there with, you know, victims' rights and stuff. So I don't really know. But I don't know if I feel like, you know, I can watch that and it doesn't make me think I want to chop somebody up for dinner. But if you did have those thoughts yeah. already, and yeah. then you're like, oh, somebody else did this. Like even not just this show, but like CSI and stuff like that. Right. I've always wondered that. So if they already have those thoughts, they might be like, oh, I, I never thought to do that with brains. I'm going to add some pepper to mine next right? time. I wonder that. I worry The Jeffrey that, Dahmer that. cookbook. Gross. I saw a Seinfeld cookbook when I was away. Did you? I did. It's it was probably better. Much. I'm a Seinfeld <laughs> kind of girl, not was a Jeffrey Dahmer kind of girl. Was there soup in it? Yes, no soup for you. I love that. I said that actually at a restaurant yesterday. <laughs> and did they take your soup away? I said no soup for me because Jeff asked me if I wanted soup. And did he laugh? I don't think he got it. <laughs> he was a little young. <laughs> no soup for me. Jeff laughed. That's why he's oh, my that's husband. what I thought you were talking about, Jeff. That's oh, what I meant. No. Did Jeff laugh? The waiter didn't laugh. <laughs> I know. This is how you know you're getting old because all of the jokes are no, nobody gets them anymore. I, understand I said something the other day too and I had to totally explain what the reference to it was, but I don't remember was what it was. Was it from Seinfeld? No, oh. it was, 
something else from the past that nobody a blast from the past got except me. I know it was funny to me, but <laughs> kids were like, "Oh, what, what the hell are you about? talking about, Miss F?" Yeah, <laughs> they they look at me like that quite a bit, actually. Yeah, that's the story of my life. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. So, did you do anything else fun away besides the dentist, or was it like, well, after fourteen hundred bucks? I was gonna say, and then I get I got this message from Laura, and oh, it was yeah. a, it was an audio message. So I'm sitting in the dentist's office, so I'm like playing it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have headphones or on anything. Come, it's like, mom, turn that off. It's like, just turn mortified. Because there's actually there's another twenty seconds to the another part of the message where she keeps saying sex on the beach, sex on the beach. And then she says that when I said that I liked sex on the beach and butt, butt naked. Oh, the, these are the scents from the. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She said it sounded like I said it. She, I like, she like likes these candle scents. Sex in the butt. Okay. <laughs> butt sex or I don't know what it was. Anyway, it was not what I said anyway, but then my daughter was sitting there totally mortified Poor that God. I was listening to this in the dentist's oh, office. Oh. I'm like, how am I supposed to get people to know about our podcast if I don't talk about it in the middle right? of the dentist's office? Maybe the office. receptionist at the dentist's office wanted, needed something to pick her up right. and that just did it. Right. Absolutely. Probably not, though. Shout out to Chloe. <laughs> Is that the receptionist? Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty name. Yeah. Hmm. So, anywho, anywho, yeah, what did we do that was fun? Well, right now I have about 450,000 canvases in the back of my – in the trunk of my car. Are you doing so, a paint and sip? I'm doing – I have five more. Really? Yeah. Good for you. So that's fun and exciting. Where do you exciting. get your canvases? I get them Amazon? at Michael's. Oh, I love them. So my literal – like, I'll show you when I go – Jenny brought her scooter, but it was out of juice, so she had to get Jeff to come pick it up. So she said – Stephanie, she didn't say Stephanie, she said Miss F, which is what her sister calls me. I'll get a ride home with Miss F. So she said, Miss F will bring me home. But little did she know that her mother had already beaten her to the punch because right now there are five paint nights worth of canvases in the in the trunk of my car. My front seat is full of all the things that I brought home from school today, plus all the things that Cohen left in my car while she's had it a week. And then the back seat is full of all the books that I had left over from the yard sale on Saturday that your mother insisted were cluttering up her garage that she needed to get rid of post haste. So my mother I don't know where you're going to well. go. I can walk. I didn't think they were very cluttery. Oh, to be fair, but she said our family does not deal well with clutter. No, she needs to come to my basement. Yeah, I'm sure. I think that probably and help me. Yeah, she would. She would be like, "Oh my goodness," and she would just dust off her hands, and away she would go. Oh my! Oh, I feel like if you got the two of us down there, it would be, be like spit shined well, in 20 minutes. Okay, bring it on. That's what we're gonna have to do. Jenny and I and a bunch of people had it, and her family had a yard sale. Yeah, it was like a little community sale. It was awesome. Saturday. I love yard sales. I don't yeah. love to go to them, but I love to have them. Did you make lots of money? Yeah, we did. We did pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. We just, me and my mom and my sister just like pull the money together and then just split it three ways. Mm -hmm. Just easier yes. that way. Farron enjoyed his chocolate cream pie, courtesy of- Oh, Yes. The boys. I forgot about – they did really well. Yeah. Yeah. I think they sold everything except like maybe one pie or something. Yeah. It was an awesome yard sale. It was kind of chilly. It was so chilly. Oh, my Lord. It I started it out warm. Freeze. And then it ended warm. Yeah. But, but it was chilly in between. Yeah. I sold a lot of books. Thank goodness. Awesome. So Not nearly enough for Ruthie to be okay with me leaving. Like I had – I know she said on one of the first podcasts how many books that she had. I was not prepared. That's a lot of books. 
I didn't even have them all out. I know. And then I have way more than that at home. I, I, I was not prepared. I've never seen that many books aside from a bookstore or a library in my life. Really? Crazy. Oh, well, then you should come to my, after you, after you're in the basement, you should come on upstairs to the office slash library. Office? 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 Office. Oh, Lord. Anyway, yeah. Too much. So that was exciting. I don't know what, we went out for, uh, we went to Pomodori for lunch. Oh, did you? Have you ever eaten there? I have, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I want to open one. It's really fun. I love it. Uh, there's a. Uh, pic- uh, did I say I love it? Oh no! Let me say it again. Do I love it. There's a picaroons right beside it, um, like they're attached. Okay. And Jeff loves the picaroons place, so we go there, and then you can bring the pizza over. Like uh-huh. they let you bring that. Where in St. John downtown, uptown, overtown in St. John? We went to Hampton. Oh. Okay, just kidding. St. John. But there is one in there is one in St. John. Because yeah. Cohen said, Well, we can go uptown. I said, I'm not going uptown. I don't want to drive uptown and see in the opposite direction and I don't like traffic. Yeah. So I went to Hampton. Just for the Pomodori? Well, that's where the dentist was. Oh, I was gonna so say. we went and ate pizza and had gelato and then we went to the dentist. I love it. Fun. She's like, Oh, what's and Cohen's like, Maybe shouldn't we shouldn't do this? I'm like we're paying them $1,400 to clean in our fucking teeth. We can eat whatever we want before we go. You should have got the appointment first and then went and stuffed your face. No, because my teeth, my mouth hurt. Oh. After felt, the dentist? I felt a little violated. Yeah. Like she cleaned on? my teeth for a long time. She's very thorough. Look at them. They're shiny. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> shiny. They're so shiny and smooth now. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Pomodori is very good. I've only eaten there once, but it was very good. But. Uh, Cohen had the, um, not today, not the other day, but she had the Thai chicken pizza mm. from there. Ooh, I need to put that on my supper list for this week. Do you know what? What? She said mine was better. I bet. It's, I think it's the same recipe. Yeah. It's, it has the same stuff on it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've got to, I've got to put that on my supper list. I love that. I know. I was, I was going to make it tonight for supper and I'm having pizza for tonight for supper. Well, Cohen requested mac and cheese. Oh, I can understand why. So that's what we're having. Yum. Carbalicious mac Carbalicious. and cheese with a side of broccoli and a little ham, probably. Uh, that's funny. Why? That's what hey, we always have with Like it. a baked ham? No, we just get frying ham. Oh, my grandmother loves that. Yeah. It's her favorite. A little frying ham. With Some your mac bro- and cheese. Yeah. Broccoli. And broccoli. Yeah. Always? Yeah, that's what we eat together. That's funny. I love to well, hear what You put people- cheese on broccoli, right? Yeah, some people so do. So you just like put your cheese sauce and some people put like ham and cheese. Yeah. It, all, it goes I, together very well, Jenny. Oh, I love to hear what people have together. What like, do you have with mac and cheese? Salad. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Duh. Um, salad and chickpeas, always. Mm, I put a little hummus on it. Mm. Oh, I bought two containers of hummus when I was there yesterday. Oh, I love it. You're so weird. I know. I somebody gave me some cookbooks to take to the culinary room and <laughs> what are garbanzo beans? Is that what they are? Garbanzo beans or chickpeas? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I keep finding all these recipes for garbanzo bean pizza, garbanzo bean soup, and I'm is like, is that what the cookbook is called? Garbanzo beans? No, oh, that's what the recipe because it would be hilarious if it was garbanzo beans for a title. Oh my gosh, that would be really there. You funny. go. That's what I'm going to name mine. Your, your cookbook. <laughs> yep. I think you should have a cookbook. Of plant-based comfort foods. Well, I'll tell you. Are you working on it? 
I'm trying to figure it out. I think because I don't want it to be shitty. Like I don't want it to be like well, it's plant based. So I mean, it's no, gonna but be like shitty. the format of the cookbook. You like, have to actually have recipes first. Don't worry about your format yet. No, I have the recipes that you made up. Most of them. Okay. But I feel like I want it to be like a nice cookbook. So I'm like, I've been YouTubing it a lot. Oh, this know. is really a thing? Yeah, it is. Oh, I might get a free cookbook. I don't think so. Oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway, so I just kind of think that that might be something that I might be interested in doing. So I've been collecting recipes and stuff like that. Do you play with, like, do you make them your own? Um, most recipes I try and put my own spin on because... I just do. It's just my thing. But I've read, like I have a pile of recipe books and I've read enough of them that like I've seen them put recipes in that aren't their own, but they just give them credit for it. Mm -hmm. So I probably have a handful of recipes that are like not yours, but they're to die for. Yeah. Yeah. So like my homemade granola, everybody yeah. should learn how to make that. Yeah. And it's not mine, but I love it. It's so yeah. good. So I think if I just gave them credit in it. Yeah. You probably have to ask for permission, but I have, yeah, like it's something I would have to research for sure. Yeah. So, but I have a, yeah, like I have a ton of recipes that Fun. I've, I've kind of concocted and perfected and mm -hmm. yeah. So mm -hmm. we'll see. Speaking of reading. Yeah. Books. Yeah. I've been reading, uh, Verity. You probably don't like it cause you don't like freaky stuff. I don't. Anyway, Colleen Hoover book that Cohen told me was basic because apparently everybody basic. reads Colin, Colleen, Colleen, she calls her Colleen Hoover. And I think she's like the Danielle Steele oh, of but the scary world. I don't know. I'm reading this book and it's quite disturbing. I'm, I'm I and I don't it. really know where it's going. Doesn't it freak you out to read stuff like that? <sighs> there's like really, really disturbing stuff. And then there's a lot of sex. And like the, the I don't want to read about sex. Well, not the, and probably not in that context. Like, not that much. No, it's not. It's not freaky sex. Oh, it's just. Well, I guess it's not. But I mean, I just I don't want to read about that. No, I, I don't like watching it on TV. No, it's no. Oh, like we it. watched Outlander. I don't. Is that oh. on Netflix? Yeah, over I've COVID. Never seen it. Well, there's uh, there's sex in every episode. Oh yeah, see that makes me nervous. And it took place <laughs> like I don't know when. Before they bathed every day, Ew, bathed every gross. day, you can just almost smell it through the TV. Yeah, it wasn't okay because they were dirty and stinky, and like no, was no, it like nobody has times? that much sex? Caveman times? No, it was like in Ireland or Scotland or I like I like Vikings? blanking. No, after the Vikings. Who are these people that don't bath every day? Listen, you're making me think about history and I don't know. I just like you had a kilt. What? He must have been Scottish. Scottish. And yeah. he didn't bath every day in that kilt? Why would they bath? They were out fighting for their rights to In a kilt? Yes. Oh, I am not up on my history, apparently. Well, that's what they wore then. I thought only like special people wore kilts. Like royalty. No, everybody wore kilts and oh. no underwear. What? That's why they were having sex all the time. Oh. Everything was just flapping around all the time. Easy girls were in the skirts. The boys were in the kilts. Whip, whip, whoop, whoop. Just like that. 
Wham, sniff, bam, sniff, thank you, mom. Scratch, scratch, sniff, sniff, sniff. I don't know. It was just disgusting. But I mean, he was nice to look at, but it got to the point where we were watching it and Farron was like, okay, Jamie's got his shirt off. They're going to have sex again, again, and again, and again. Like, oh my God, you just want, we're like, go to war already. This isn't really reality. The, the, the other way though, you could have different um, expectations of Farron. That's what I'm saying. I didn't expect him to go off to war when we stopped watching it eight hours later. So I don't think I should be expected to flop my skirt up. That's all I'm saying. That's all Wait. That's all we're saying right now. What the fuck is on, Jenny? <gasps> we're for Let's own. just end this conversation right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm done with it. I don't feel it. we can go from this to on. We have to have a little breather. <sighs> okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. I'm over it. Sex on the beach. It's a drink. What did she call you? A bird? That's something my mother She wanted to me. say something else. Course, I could tell. She was nice. She, yeah, she's not usually. It's because she was like... She doesn't know me very well, so she didn't want to like I don't know. Me. She didn't know she was going to be on the podcast, but she thinks that she's famous now because we mentioned her before. She's super famous now because she's on, yeah, been on twice. Voice and on I have to give a shout out to my friend Heidi because I left her out when I mentioned all my friends and she was sad. Oh. And she told me about it. This is the <sighs> Heidi that made you lunch today? She made me lunch today. She so made me sweet. a delicious burrito bowl. Let, it was really good. Can you tell me what she put in her burrito bowl? Um, well, Jenny in the burrito, there were no, ch oh, there might've been chickpeas <gasps> actually. She, there was lettuce on the bottom Yum. and then some brown rice Yum. and then like a mixture of beans. Yeah. There was a bunch of different kinds of beans. Yum. I think there were chickpeas in there and brown bean, no black beans. Black beans. And let me see what else was there. Mm, there was some salsa Yum. and some guac Yum. and some sour cream Yum. and a corn chicken oh she went all out she did it was delicious that's so nice that she made you lunch. i know it was really nice i really appreciated it we had a nice little talk and yeah i love burrito bowls yeah i i have seen them before but i'd never eaten one so i didn't really know how to assemble it wasn't assembled she just like had all the it was like a almost like a taco bar yeah it was yeah, fun you get to make that. your own I love that. So it was delicious. So thank you, Heidi. I had a great lunch and now I owe her a lunch. My which phone I number can, is. No, which I kidding. can do now because I don't have to go to work after lunch. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to but rush bum, through bum, it. Bum. Love yeah. it. So now I'm going to figure out something delicious to make for Heidi. So like you'll do a little exchange. Yeah. I love a it. A lunch exchange. A lunchable exchange. Yes. Okay. Sorry. That was a good enough breather. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about me now. Let's talk about me now. Okay. Let's okay. talk about you. So um, before we start our podcast, we always talk about if we have an un. And I said that I did, but sometimes when Stephanie asks me that, she has a topic in mind and I don't want to overstep, but she didn't. So we get to go with my idea today. <laughs> you can always go with your idea. But it involves her. It's about butts. <laughs> I love to talk about butts. Keep going. Especially who? Jamie's butt. Oh my God. Well, you don't know. And he's a ginger. Jamie's ginger butt. <laughs> I love me some gingers. Oh, good thing. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say how just one kid is a ginger. Okay. That's not appropriate to talk about it's in not. the same sentence. I'm sorry. Okay. I take it back. Anyway. So when she asked me about what was on or what we wanted to talk about, I said that I needed, I explained what I was thinking and she said, maybe we could do like a little mini coaching session. Sure. On this topic. Sure. And you guys can see what she's all about. And well, I can don't, I mean, it's Jenny, so I don't, don't expect miracles or anything. We've only Definitely got 20 not. minutes. I wasn't prepared also. So, you know, it's all good. It'll only, 
We'll see. So um, both of us put blogs out and I said that I had one ready to go out for this week. And I said, I kind of wrote it in like uh, more of a poetry form because I thought, I wondered, and I thought that sometimes uh, when I'm talking about stuff or whatever in my blog, if I go back to like personal experiences that this topic might've influenced, I wonder if it clouds my judgment, like, because this topic or this, I don't know, this problem for lack of a better word might've happened to somebody else. But when I'm talking about it through my experience, like sometimes I wonder if I get a little hasty, if I get a little, um, doesn't come across correctly because I'm not being general about the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you're being way too general right now because I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. So you're going to have to like, first of all, I want to know why you wrote it in poetry form. And it's not really like poetry, but it's kind of like, it kind of is like, it's okay. So normally when I write- Free verse? uh, Maybe. That doesn't rhyme? Does it rhyme? No. Okay. So free verse. Okay. So it doesn't rhyme. Okay. Thank you. That's why I have you. You're welcome. So when I write my blog, sometimes, sometimes it comes from maybe an issue I'm having myself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it comes from just issues that I'm passionate about. Sometimes it just comes from something that I thought about, but Mm -hmm. I wonder sometimes if when they come from issues that I'm actually having myself, like when I talk about it, I wonder if it's coming across, if it's not coming across the right way, or if I'm being a little too harsh, or if I'm if my judgment is clouded because I'm, it's coming from a personal space. Do you know what I mean? Are you worried about being too subjective? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And I kind of wondered if that might like, maybe like sometimes people feed off of like to know that someone else is going through the personal experience and to know that you're like down to earth and Mm -hmm. that you're uh, relatable, I guess. Mm -hmm. But then I wonder too, if it kind of comes across as if I get a little too passionate about it because it's actually happened to me or it's something that I'm very familiar with or passionate about, if it kind of comes across as almost Mm one-sided, I guess. And I just didn't know, like, I I just didn't know if I should work on that. So here's my question for you. When, when you're doing this and you're writing it and you're hearing that little voice in your head, Mm -hmm. What's the voice saying? Like directing me, do you mean? Or? Like what's the voice? You said, I'm wondering what other people are thinking. So the voice is saying, sometimes, Jenny, people are going to think. Yes. So uh, sometimes after I publish it or before I publish it mm-hmm. while I'm writing it, I think, can I actually say this? That's what the voice is saying. Like, can this, can this actually go out into the world? Because what are people going to think of me after they read this? Is it going to come across as she's an asshole or is it going to come across as, oh, she's very relatable? Like, I wonder how people take it sometimes because mm-hmm. I don't want to seem like a, a know-it-all or this or that or the other thing because I'm none of those things, but I just sometimes want to get my point across that this happened to me and I don't know if it's I want to say that it's not acceptable or it is acceptable or this happened to me and it really scarred me in this way. Like, do people really want to hear? I don't know. Cause I feel like sometimes it's cause I don't, I'm not a professional of any sort in any of this, but I just think sometimes. Does that make you any less the same right as everybody else in the world? Why? Because I'm a person too. What's your point? Like, 
What's your purpose? Oh, I don't know. What's your purpose in, in writing your blog? To help people out, like that might be going through the similar situations or to help people out that maybe need to get out of a funk or to just encourage people out of a funk sometimes. Like, but then I think on the other hand, would they even read it if they weren't interested? Mm -hmm. I wonder that too, because like nobody's making them. It's not like they're like, Oh, we have to read this. You know, like sometimes I wonder maybe coming from a personal point of view might make it more, more down to earth. Like, because if I was just if I was a professional, I'm doing air quotes, then like maybe it would be hard to interpret for some, but some people because they're like, well, does she even know what it's like for this to happen to you? Like maybe she's just talking down to us. Like, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like I'm kind of feeling a little wishy-washy, Mrs. Wishy-washy <laughs> about the whole uh. thing. And I just don't know if I, if I need to, or if it's just something, an underlying something else step out. So as, as a coach, um, my role would be to ask you questions mm -hmm. and make you think about things. Mm -hmm. And I probably have some questions that I would ask you, but they would be really probably personal. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to ask them right now, okay, but great. what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm going to tell, if you don't mind, I'm going to tell you something. I, I just had this conversation with somebody the other day, actually. That's so weird how that happens. Um, I'm in my new, in my new coaching course, I mm -hmm. was talking to, to this guy and he said, how long have you been coaching? And I said, oh, I've only been coaching for like a year and a half. So, and we were talking about kind of the same thing mm -hmm. about me feeling like I was, you know, I think they call it imposter yes, syndrome. Yes. <laughs> yep. I think I've got a big batch of that going on. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, he said like, you know, how long have you been coaching? And I told him and and I said, but I don't know if I feel qualified to whatever. I don't even remember what it was we were mm -hmm. talking about. And he said, so he said, you have a year and a half experience as a life coach. And he said, so how, how old are you? And I said, well, 47. He said, so how much um, experience do you have in life? I'm like, oh, I guess I got 47 years of experience in life. And he said, well, that's not nothing. That's a good point. So, I mean, you can go to school and get a degree and we all know people that have gone to school and got a degree and we have still gone, hmm, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> that's what qualifies you, huh? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that you're, when we feel resistance, it's because there's fear. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So what I'm hearing you say is that you have a fear of people thinking that you're coming off as being better than yeah. them and who are you? Yeah. And then maybe you're wondering yourself, who am I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Every day, all day. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that, like the life experience thing though, because I've talked about that, like when um, people go away to school or, and myself, like if you go away to school for cooking, like mm -hmm. I think of all of these home cooks, like my grandmother, that generation, they're all self-taught. Mm -hmm. And I feel like experience in that mm -hmm. is much better than anything you can be taught in school. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that totally like resonates because I've got 38 years of life experience mm -hmm. and that's not nothing. No. 
And I think that I spent the majority of my life working in education and having policies and curriculums and all these things passed down, handed to us as teachers, written by and set out by people that are not educators is a load of bullshit. Mm-hmm. So for me to sit, so, you know, like if I was going to say, I don't know, like I understand how hard it is to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. I don't cause I'm, I'm not a nurse. I have no idea. I know how hard it is to be a teacher. I can speak to that cause I have yeah. experience with that. Yeah. I didn't get a degree in teaching experience. No, you I got mean, a degree in how a teach, to teach. I have a teacher's degree that basically taught me nothing about what was going to happen for the next 26 (laughs) years of my life. So, I mean, I did learn things in it, but were they relevant? I don't know. But just, I mean, we all have experience, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's no, you don't go and get your PhD in divorce, but some people have learned some lessons that could help you. We have life experiences worth something, I think. Hmm. See? That's, that's not my coaching though. That's, that's, that's just me talking to you. I feel like it kind of, I would draw, I would get you to draw that out yourself if I was coaching you, but you know, we only have so long and, (laughs) but still like sometimes even just having like saying it out loud to somebody and having their opinion and their outlook on it can shine a brighter light on it. And I think that if you are having thoughts like that, if you're worried and you are reading carefully to make sure that it's worded in a way that, I mean, not that caters to other people, but if you're writing it in a way that you're aware Mm -hmm. of that, that that speaks, I don't think people that are flippant and arrogant give a shit. I feel the same. Because there's, I don't think they'd even think about this. I feel the same. Cause like sometimes I'll say something and I'll stew over it for days. Like, Oh my God, I should never have said that. That Oh yeah. We all do that though. But like it probably, some of us more than others. (laughs) Like I wonder like if it came across as arrogant or not, and I didn't mean for it to, and I, and I worry about it, but I feel like sometimes I've heard people say things and they say it and never think twice about it. Mm -hmm. And that's it. They got their point across and they never, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you said that. But nobody, nobody hates them for it. Nobody Mm -hmm. says anything about it. It's just who they are. I think another thing that's really valuable too is like, if you feel that you've said something and you so apologize. I know I've apologized a lot. And, or if somebody says something and I'm not speaking to you directly, of course, but like if somebody says something to offend us, how many times do we just walk away? I know. And I mean, I don't think you should go up and punch them in the face all the time. <laughs> Only sometimes. Just sometimes and some certain people. I'm still working on myself. Um, <laughs> but seriously, why don't we say, you know what? You said that and it really hurt my feelings. Yeah. And I don't know if that was your intention, but I just want to let you know that what you said upset me. Yeah. You don't have to be confrontational about it, but yeah. why do we just stay quiet and let them continue to do that? I don't know. I don't know either. I know. Like Jeff and I actually say that often, like, cause we try not to speak up a lot about things. Like we don't like confrontation and stuff like that, but sometimes we'll be like, how come we didn't say anything if something and I would, bothers us? Yeah. And I would so much rather if somebody had something to say to me that they came to me in love and concern and said to me, maybe that wasn't, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Like I'm not, I would be like, you know, I, I would be appreciative of that. I feel the same. Cause sometimes when you're sharp, not everybody things, is no, but, but like if you come across, like if you, sometimes if you can talk things through in a loving matter or like, instead of being sharp about things, mm-hmm. it can get things. Well, you know what it's through. like. I'm sure everybody's had this experience in their relationship. When you confront somebody, it just escalates. Yeah. But then if you go to them and you're like, I don't know if you know this, but, or whatever. Yeah. If you can do it in a rational, yeah, calm. And that's why, like, we've been talking, I talked a million times about this positive intelligence thing. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what it is, is switching off that reactionary yes. mode so that you can think through, yeah, approach it. It doesn't mean forget that you had that feeling. Yeah. It just means use that feeling to yeah, positively it's, intelligent way. It's quick to, sometimes we're quick to yeah. um, react yeah. and then we regret it. But I feel like sometimes like that's kind of been a thing for me lately. Like just sleep on it. You know, if you still feel this way in the morning, then yeah. it needs to be addressed. Yeah. I have one more question because sure. we only have a couple minutes okay. left, but I have one more question for you. So have you ever had a time where you have gone ahead, you've had these thoughts, but you've gone ahead and taken the risk and somebody has come back to you with really positive feedback? Yes, actually there's been, I can think of probably half a dozen blogs just off the top of my head that I was really hesitant to put out into the world. And they're the ones that I got the most feedback, Mm -hmm. positive feedback about, Mm -hmm. which I thought was- Probably because your hesitancy, like whenever you feel like that, I've heard like, that's what I've heard is, you know, when you feel really resistant to Mm -hmm. something, it's probably something you need to do. Yeah. And the other thing that in this course that I'm taking now that they say to do is when you get, when you do something, when you take a risk and you have a positive result, write it down, like keep a little journal, Mm And just write down the positives Mm -hmm. because we're people and we're human and we get that, you know, that negativity, that Mm -hmm. doubt creeps in, that inner critic or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. It will creep in. And that's when you open up your journal and you go, okay, I remember when this happened and it was okay and I lived through it and it actually had a really good result. Yeah. And it just gives you a little motivation and spurs you on to, yeah, you know, to actually. I love it. I love that too. I have to get a little notebook and do that. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, that's very smart. But I've been taking a lot of risks lately with with stuff. And so I feel like, and they've turned out really well. So I feel like I need to do that too. Good for you. Good for you. Thanks for the coaching session. Well, the teeny tiny coaching session. That'll be $1,100. That'll be $1,400. You can pay it directly <laughs> to my dentist. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support our podcast, please subscribe, rate and review, share with your friends and post about us on your socials. To catch all the latest from Jen and Steph, check out our website and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find the links in the show notes. Thanks everyone. Catch you next time. Peace out, trope.